Welcome to another episode of Last Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Daira. Ooh. Damn. All right, y'all. Today, we're going to talk about something nobody likes. Moving in with your partner. What do you mean nobody likes that? Nobody likes it. Everyone likes it. Nah. Everyone wants to do it. Nah. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love living with you, babe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about, like, our experience um, moving in together and what it's like living with each other. And... Um, Ain't nothing like a U-Haul. Right. So, we need to obviously discuss what U-Haul is and, mm-hmm. like, what it's, like, too soon to move in, like, together. That's the shit nobody like to talk about. Right. Um, so, U-Hauling basically is like this joke and i think we talked about it before where they say like what does a lesbian bring to the second date and it's a u-haul because we just move in so quickly um which is a stereotype but no it does happen and uh we moved in eight months later yeah so i don't think we're considered u-hauls nah right maybe in like a I don't know. I feel like maybe in like a heterosexual relationship, oh, yeah, maybe. it would be considered too soon. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I just think it kind of just depends on the people because I know some heterosexuals who moved in like that too. Yeah, right. I so agree. I guess it depends. Yeah, it does depend because like my sister and her fiance, they moved in like a couple months into like meeting each other. Mm, that's that obsession stage, y'all. Yeah. Ah. Now we've been living together for about a year. Yeah. So pretty much about eight months of us pretty much being together. Mm-hmm. And then I was like in May. Well, last we, May. Yeah. If we want to get technical, it was eight months into like even meeting. Yeah. But five months into actually dating. Officially, Officially. dating. Like, oh, you're my girlfriend. I'm your girlfriend. Yeah. So I think we're just making it, you know? If it was any time sooner, then we would be considered, like, U-Haul lesbians. Yeah. But who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> so, uh, some people did have, like, questions about us, which is also why we wanted to, to talk about it in this podcast. Because they wanted us to, like, kind of talk about, like, our relationship and stuff. So, See. you'll get to know us a little bit more if you haven't already. Um. So, yeah. What you want to know? What you want to know? <laughs> what juice do you want? Because everybody want to know something, but don't want to ask the questions. But for you, what is like an appropriate time frame to move in um, with your partner? I feel like, I don't know, because this is initially my first time living with a partner. Mm-hmm. So I lived at home for the longest time up until I met you and got into this relationship. Um but I guess, like, looking at other people in their relationship, like, friends and stuff, I think, like, roughly before the year mark, I would think, like, whoa. It's so soon. That's, that's crazy. That's Y'all just met. <laughs> y'all just started so getting a to year know too each other. Soon? I think initially, yeah. Oh, wow. That's I think crazy. so. It's too soon, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like it depends. So you um, think we moved in too soon. So I think I think it, it's different in certain situations because um, in my previous dating situations, I didn't feel like I needed to be with someone. Like I needed to move in with someone and share such responsibility. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think of it as like, oh, you know, everything was just... Everything to me was just, oh, that's too soon. That's too soon. I guess kind of because I wasn't in the commitment stage mm-hmm. of dating people anyway. Okay. But I feel like once you kind of start dating someone that I guess you can feel like you can commit to. Yeah. And it doesn't scare you the thought of like those certain commitments. You kind of just go for it and you, you, it either turns out to be the best thing that ever happened or it ends up being like the biggest lesson. A tragedy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So here we are. So you I'm hoping for moved, the best. So you think we moved in too quick? I don't think that, <laughs> no, I don't think that we did. Uh-huh. I think before, like, I would have thought yeah. it was, it was too soon. Okay. Um, but I think I, I I hit a point later in life too, like 
not only did I finally feel like, you know, I was confident enough in, in, Mm -hmm. uh what's the word i'm looking for and agreeing to such a commitment with someone else yeah was because like you know she i really fucked agreeing. with you or whatever she said agreeing but she was the one who brought it up i did <laughs> whatever <laughs> she's trying she don't want to take responsibility for nothing and that's okay yes i say you want to come down this way and mind you she wasn't trying to come down this way so whatever shot my shot she was either gonna take it or not I said I would never live in this like South Jersey. Like mm -mm. I'm a I'm a city me. girl, so I love me. living up north. But I hated it at the same time too. So basically, my lease was coming to an end, mm -hmm. um, and I didn't love my apartment, but I didn't hate it. It was just kind of like old, you know. The kitchen was old, like the kitchen was very very small. Mm -hmm. and very small it was just a very old building but the rent was one thousand two hundred dollars which is cheap cheap for jersey and it included like heat and hot water mm -hmm. um all i really had to pay was like electricity and internet whatever but yeah my lease was coming to an end and i was working remotely so i was like i don't know why the fuck i'm paying so much in rent to me that was a lot when i'm not even going to the office Cause I lived there because it was close to the train station to go to New York. But since I was working remotely, it was like, there's no point in me trying to live so close to the city anymore. And then I also wanted to like save money and stuff. So we were just like, Oh, we should just like live together. I think our circumstances were different too. Mm -hmm. Like we lived an hour and a half away. Yeah. That's too. So I feel like it may have been a different, like, it just would have been completely different had you lived closer. Mm -hmm. I yeah, don't think true. that obviously it would have been an idea, but I don't think that it would have happened at that time. Right. Like it probably would have waited longer. I agree. I think I, I like if we we if we didn't agree to move in together, I would have just probably found an apartment like for like similar price just somewhere else. Still in North Jersey though. <laughs> because it was uh, obviously close to my family honestly i so it got i don't want to say it got old really fast because i didn't mind going out there mm -hmm. it was just like okay whatever i'll take this drive uh -huh. but like i get to see my lady uh -huh. so it was cool and all like i like driving i don't mind it it was only an hour and a half i mean if i was driving from work it was two hours so whatever but it just got annoying at some point because when you get closer to North Jersey, the fucking traffic gets yeah. tragic. But I think what did it for me was the parking. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. The fucking parking. I'm used to having like a whole fucking block full of parking. Yeah. I would pull up to her crib at seven in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning, fresh out of work and not a single fucking parking spot is open. Uh-huh. There were times where I would come later and not a single fucking parking spot was open. So I would have to park in certain places. I caught tickets for, for parking on the side of the fucking street that mm -hmm. had to the be clean. clean that yeah. day, which uh -huh. I'm sure those motherfuckers barely cleaned it. Yeah, they did. Fucking, we, eventually I started parking in this like parking lot for the doctor's office, I guess I was uh -huh. there. Ugh, got a ticket there. I was yeah. like, well, where the fuck y'all want me to park? Yeah, it was ridiculous, honestly, because like yeah. everyone was working from home too. So it's like no one was moving their car. And I got a bunch of tickets. My car got, got towed. towed. Like, <laughs> like there will be day like there will be On days a where snow, I, like yeah, snow day. Yeah, I was like, Well, I'm not moving it because it's snowing, so I'm just gonna leave it there because it's snowing. Mm -hmm. Got a damn ticket and they told my car, but I appealed that shit. I was like, no. I was like, I'm not paying for this <laughs> because no, like y'all yeah. are ridiculous. There's no place to park here. Where the fuck do you want me to park on top of the sidewalk? Right. Over it. So w whatever. We moved down here. Obviously, there's a lot more parking. Like in our apartment now, it's pretty small. But I'm always like, but I have parking. Like at, at the end of the day, like I come home and I have parking. Like I don't have to keep driving around and keep driving around. Like there was times where I would drive around for like 30 minutes looking for parking. 30, 40 minutes. It was absurd. Yeah. So whatever. We went on like a whole rant. But my other question was um, 
could you be in a relationship with someone who didn't want to like move in together yeah yeah right yeah mm-hmm. again i think in the event that we lived closer together i mean it probably would have been a discussion still mm-hmm. but i think we probably would have taken our time mm-hmm. because it's like i'm in driving distance of you i can see you i can stay with you however um one of the things that i did like about her initially having her own spot because she lived alone and I still lived at home, but the privacy, um, there were times where she would come down and stay with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird. Cause like the energy was not it. So and I think that was mostly because I lived in a house full of people. And then it was a different atmosphere when I would go to her because it's just her, you know, she lives in the apartment and it's just me and her. So I feel like, um, that sense of privacy really made a difference. Um, gave us a little bit more wiggle room Mm -hmm. to like get to know each other in just a better environment. Right. So, but I, I, I mean, yeah, I could probably do it. Yeah. I don't think it's not like oh we need to move in together because we're together like yeah no nah yeah that's all right listen I got a bed you got a bed you want to sleep over there you want to sleep over here all right yeah exactly be all right it's funny because um my first relationship with a girl like she actually wanted to move in together she wanted to move in with you yeah she wanted to move in and I said I mean didn't she practically live with you she yeah she pra- practically did um live with me but. I, you know, when I was looking to move again, because I'm always moving, like she wanted to move and I was like, no, like, mm. like, I just knew that wasn't going to work. So she would like, she got like actually very um annoyed by that. And I'm just like, why are you annoyed? Like, I don't have to like live with nobody. Like, I'm just very independent. So <laughs> whatever, that was like a little argument, but that's how I knew that, like, I guess we would work because it wasn't like a, ew, like, I'm not going to move in with her. Like, like it was kind of like, of course, like, I would love to live with you. Like, why not type shit? Why, though? Why was that different? Because it was just different. Ah! <laughs> what can I say? Stop. Um, And it's funny because I feel like if I was in a relationship with a guy, I would be like, <clears throat> no. I, no. Live together? No, uh, uh-uh. like <laughs> because okay, so guys are like a different breed, and I used to date them, so I know. And yo, they could be like super messy and just like very like um machismo. Like they expect things out of you. Like yeah. they expect you to cook breakfast, and that's the problem here. Like I feel like I do things for you. But it's not because you expect it. So it's like, I make you coffee, I make you breakfast because I want to do that for you. But with guys, I never really wanted to do that for them because I feel like they feel like they deserve it. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, it's, you don't. It, it goes along with those gender roles. Like, yeah. oh, well, um, you're the woman. Right. So the kitchen is yours. Right. You know, the cleaning is yours. Like, right. no, 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 sweetheart. No. But yeah. I, but I also think like I can see some of them being like that. There's, I just think it's how how you were raised. I agree. It's definitely how you're raised because if you're like taken care of all your life, even up until the time you leave home, then obviously you're not gonna mm-hmm. you know start picking up shit and yeah. doing the things that your mom was doing when you move in with someone. Now, in the event mm-hmm. that you kind of move by yourself, I can see how that changes. Like, I'm sure, which my mom fucking gets on me sometimes because I'll send her shit that I'm doing. Like, if I cooked and she'd be like, oh, you didn't do that here. And it's just like, okay, relax. Yeah, like, (laughs) it's not that I don't know how to. It was Mm -hmm. just that, well, I didn't have to. Yeah. So. But that's the difference. I feel like with me, like, I've always been so independent. So when I, like, lived alone and all of that, it was like, it wasn't weird to me. Like, it was like, okay, like. It was, it just came so natural. Like I know some people like moving out of their house for the first time, it could be like a big adjustment because mm-hmm. you're like overwhelmed by like everything that you need to pay and yeah. things like that. But like my parents call me to ask me questions instead of me calling them to ask them questions. 
Like, you know how you be calling your mom like, oh, ma, how do you do this? Mm-hmm. No. Like, they call me like, oh, dad, how do you, can you do this? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I feel like I was just raised different. But back to, like, the gender roles thing, it's just annoying because I feel like that's a life skill. You should want to learn how to cook and you should learn how to cook because yeah. how the fuck are you going to eat? Mm-hmm. And, like, the same thing with laundry and cleaning up. Like, that's just literally those are things that any person should know regardless of gender. Right. So these guys that have this, like, old school mentality, it's like, where, like, where are you living? Under <laughs> a fucking rock? Like, yeah. what, what are you going to do? Like, if you move out on your own, your mom is not going to be cooking for you. Your mom can't come over every day and cook for you. Like, right. you're going to have there to There are some that moms out. that will, though. And that's tragic. <laughs> like, Sorry, y'all. I'm having a good hair day, so I'm all, like, movie oh, and groovy. Okay, I was all, like, <laughs> in the camera. You missed it. Anyway. <laughs> so we want to talk about, like, some things we've experienced, like, moving in together. And hopefully, like, that gives you guys, like, a better, I guess, like, um a better understanding of what to think about before you move in with your partner. Mm-hmm. And I feel like luckily we've had like a really good experience. Yeah. Uh, but for, I want to start off with like finances. For it being my first time too. I mean, it's not like I expect it to be a disaster, but you know, I'm adulting. I'm adulting in yeah. different ways. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's ass, mm-hmm. but it's good at the same time. Yeah. It's definitely an adjustment because, like, for you, like you said, you live with, like, your family and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And you, like, had your own room. And, like, with me, even though I I lived alone before that, I had a lot of roommates. Mm-hmm. You know that, like, so many roommates. And it was, like, a disaster at times because people could be such shitty people to live with. Yeah. And, like, I, I, we all have our flaws. I know I have my flaws. But some people are really just, like oh my God, you were not raised right. Like, what's going on? Especially, I don't know, I came from, obviously, a Latinx household. So, like, things need to be spotless. Like, if they're not... Like, if my mom would get home from work and the dishes weren't clean, it would be a fucking show. So, sometimes, when we heard her, like, opening the door, we would, like, start, like, scrambling and, like, she'll fucking start vacuuming my sister and then I'll just start, like, (laughs) washing the dishes. Um, So, like, she doesn't see us, like, doing nothing when she gets that's home yeah um because that would be like it wouldn't be an asshole but she would just go off like you know how dominican moms are yeah it got to a point where my parents were cutting off the cable (laughs) girl my parents did the same thing with the internet yeah like back in the day like there was like a cable where you connected it to like the monitor thing yeah she would take it with her to work yeah yeah i'm like you're ridiculous (laughs) like she did not want us to be on aim and shit like what the fuck yeah on myspace they even had the phone like censored so like we couldn't call out but people could call in oh that's crazy yeah it was wild these parents be doing the most the most (laughs) (laughs) but financial wise um that's like the first thing we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. We made sure like, you know, we went off of what it is that she obviously like what we make in terms mm-hmm. of our salaries and shit, but also like what were her personal um like what's the word? Well, like bills. Like oh, what are yeah. her own bills? What are my own bills? Like I have a car payment, you know, my phone, insurance, like our own personal bills and then mm-hmm. how we would be able to afford you know our finances together mm-hmm. alongside of our personal bills right like it sounds extra but like i really go on my note section and i just start adding things up yeah like i'll put phone bill and then i'll start putting like credit cards that i'm like paying off then mm-hmm. i'll start putting like even netflix like that's that's like what 15 dollars that i yeah, have to that add. add up and like milo's pet insurance and like things like that like i put all of that on my notes and like some wiggle room for like expenses like you know yeah whatever whatever you buy like you know coffee and things like that during Mm -hmm. the week and you don't want to be like living paycheck to paycheck yeah like that's just tragic Mm -hmm. so like one thing that we we emphasize is like we love traveling and we did that a lot when we first met in the first year um so it was like we wanted something nice but we didn't want to go overboard with the rent and since i was working remotely there was a chance that i was going to go into the office 
Um, but everything was up in the air. So I told her, like, you know, if I do have to go into New York, I'm going to have to live upstate because there's no way that I'm going to commute this far. Yeah, I don't know. So we were like, you know, if I ever have to move out during this time, we need to make sure that you can afford the rent on your own. Yeah. That way, you know, you're not overpaying and like stuck with like this huge, I guess, like rent payment. And, like, you also got to think about that just in general. And I hate that. But you got to think about, like, the what ifs. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, so annoying. And, like, that's something that you probably shouldn't do. But just, like, oh, well, what if we break up? Then, like, what's going to happen? And blah, blah, blah. Like, there's, like, it's, like, in the back of your head sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you have to make a a safe escape plan or something. Like, all right, let me make sure I'm going to be good. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work out. Right. Um, however, I mean, I don't think about it like that. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, w- with her working um, up north and her m- potentially having to go back to office, that was one of the, the main things that we had to consider was that if she goes back up there, you know, she has to be saving money as well. So we have to be in a range where, I can afford in the event she leaves and I'm li- I'm living by myself and mm-hmm. she can afford in a way where she can also put money aside in the event she has to go move back out there by herself. Right. Um so but it's like you also have to consider it's not just rent. Like it's a bunch of other things. Again, my personal bills, her personal bills, utilities mm-hmm. in the you know, if you if you're staying somewhere that doesn't um include utilities, like yeah. a lot of that shit starts adding up. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be mindful of those things yeah. as well. And like to give you guys an idea, because I I like when people are transparent about like how much you pay and all of that. So we pay in this apartment nine seventy five. Super cheap. You can never find anything cheaper than that. It's crazy. But it is very small. Yeah. Like, no closet space, girl. And, like, we have a lot of clothes. So, we're hoping to move into a bigger spot this summer. But, yeah. So, the rent, 975 But then, what caught us off guard was, like, everything that comes with that. So, that's, mm-hmm. like, gas, water, electricity. Like, they, they kind of finesse us into this apartment. And we talked about it in one of my, our other podcasts with the contract. You got to read the contract because they fucking paid yeah. us. So gas would be like $200 because God knows what. And the electricity would be like less than 100 Internet was 65 which is when you add all of that is really not much. But just to give you guys an idea of like what adulthood is like if you haven't like, you know, not there like yet. That. Yeah. If you're not there yet, it's just like not to scare you guys, but it. You know, it's it's ghetto out here. <laughs> but it's real easy to think about like, oh, like when you're looking for places to live, obviously you want something nice. Mm-hmm. And even when you're looking and you're like, all right, well, oh, it's 1500 Well, you know, I roughly make $1,600, yeah. $1,700. I can afford a 1500 rent. It's just once a month. But you're not just paying rent. You're paying other things. Right. There's other like utilities, if not already included in your rent price. And you things, also have materials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have housing, you know, house shit you got to buy like yeah. on the daily groceries, like those things mm-hmm. also add up. So yeah. Finances get yeah. to it. Talk I think about that's it. That's like the most important topic. Like one of the biggest arguments with couples is finances. So just be real with your person. There's no shame in it. They should know how much you make and you should know how much they make. Like if you guys are really trying to be together and be together for a long time, you should be discussing your finances. And if you're not there yet, you can let them know, you know what? I'm not there yet. I got to like figure some stuff out. I got to save more money. And I think transparency would just it would avoid you a lot of arguments because mm. finance is really one of the top things. So we basically just went half with everything. Yeah. Um, And then as of recently, a couple months ago, we got like a bank account together, but it's really just for bills. Yeah. And we put in the same amount like every week or every two weeks. And that's like enough for like bills and like groceries and like things around the house. Like we sell like dish dish soap and laundry detergent, paper towels, nap uh, napkins, things that you literally don't think about because your mom's already <laughs> yeah. buying it. But those yeah. things are expensive, honey. Like uh-huh. it gets crazy out here. Yeah. Um. That's facts. But yeah, I think we we did a good job with that. My man. Hey. <laughs> She's very like hands on about everything. She's. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know. We we a different breed. I'm we the, the same, but we different. I'm the one that be calling up these places. Like, can you explain to me why the bill is like this high? I really need a breakdown <laughs> yeah. of what the fuck I'm paying for. I'm the one who looks at it and be like, "What the fuck is this? Did you see this?" And then she's like, "I'm calling them. Like, I'm yeah. I'm not calling them to give them a hard time. Like, I'm really calling them to understand what the fuck is going on." Yeah. Um. But yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what are some things that? I do or don't do around the house that bothers you. <laughs> so we're being real in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a good way to start, babe. We're being real. Okay. Shit. Uh, so nah. clearly she's never told me this before. I'm kidding. She chose the camera to do oh it. Oh my gosh. No, I'm kidding. You if whatever nah, I, go ahead. No, let it rip. I let it rip. Say, let it rip. Whatever I say in the podcast, you've definitely heard before. Like it's nothing that you've never heard. But I could be like very OCD and I hate to use the term because there's some people who are actually OCD. But sometimes I'm like, yo, I got to get checked because there are times where I'm like, all right, everything needs to be organized. Like everything needs to be dusted off. Beds need to be made. Like there's no way the house could be a mess. It like stresses me out when there's mess. Um, But one thing when we first started dating that I got her into, which is so crazy because you still do it. She fixes the bed every morning. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I was just thinking that. Like, I, I told her, I was like, the bed's got to be made. I never made the bed at my mom's house. Never. She tried it. But I was like, why fucking make the bed when I'm going to come back home and lay in it? No. But that was, you know, my younger days, I guess. The way I see it is because I read this book. And it says, like, making your bed every morning is, like, the first task of the day. Of the day. Mm-hmm. And if what if if you did nothing that day, at least you made your fucking bed. Yeah, you know, that's the um, least I could do. <laughs> right, and it just makes your room look cleaner. Honestly, yeah. when your bed is made. But I also think it was different. In my defense, living at my mom's, my fucking bed was against the wall. So, yeah, bitch, I'm not about to be climbing <laughs> over this wall to get this fucking no. At yeah. least like our bed is like, you know, yeah. I have access to both sides, so it's easy. Mm-hmm. Next, <laughs> um. I feel like we don't have a cleaning schedule because we don't need that. In the past, when I've had roommates, I've been that person that's like, we need a cleaning schedule. Like, I hate to be this person. I hate to be corny. But, like, we really do need to because there's some people that if there's nothing established, they just won't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's baffling to me because if, like, I see something on the floor, I'm like, let me pick it up and put it where it goes. But there's some people that shit could rot on the floor and they would not pick it up. They could trip over it and they will still not pick it up. So I've I've lived with many, many roommates and whatever. We were friends. So like at the end of the day, it worked out. But like it could really ruin your friendships too. Because if like you guys aren't on the same page with things, you could just get very irritated. And that goes a lot. That goes along with like even your romantic partners. Yeah. Um, but like I feel like I naturally clean just because i want to not because i feel forced to and like yeah she literally does she just be on go and i'm just like can you relax for a second (laughs) oh my god i mean there's always two type of people in the relationship she's like a right now right now right now as i'm doing this and that and i'm like let me sit down finish my drink and i'm gonna get it and like 15 20 minutes maybe even a fucking hour but let me get there Uh, i know it's crazy and i just be like yo you relax i'm about to do that i mean there's really nothing that you do that annoys me and if there was i would tell you she would i'm trying to think she wasted i mean you'd be having like a lot of laundry everywhere that's the only thing i have a lot of clothes mom's house so since she does the laundry at her mom's house she like waits until like it's like a lot before she goes, which makes sense. Yeah. And I do my laundry in the laundry mat. Mm-hmm. So it's like my laundry is never really out because I do it in the laundry mat. Um again, she she's on go. I'm used to having a, a laundry room yeah, like I, in the I'm crib. I'm so used to going to the laundry mat. It's tragic, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um that's the only thing, like the laundry just be like it just be piling Over, up. Yeah, like it just be. Yeah, it annoys me, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not about to be doing this shit like every other day. I know, right. So. And like, since her mom only has like one washer and dryer, it takes her 10 years to like get shit done. Yeah. For me, I go to a laundromat, I use like four machines at once, but then I got to pay. Yeah. So. Hey, 
ups and downs. If you are the type of person where like you are very neat and tidy, just communicate that with your partner and let them know like, yo, like, oh, I, I have one thing. Mm-hmm. You don't put the dishes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She told me that the other day. <laughs> so that's not new. I don't put the dishes away. Yeah. Like she'll wash them. And at least she washes them because, you know, people hate washing dishes. I hate washing dishes. And she puts them in the it. rack and then it would just be there forever. That's a lie. <laughs> now she's lying. It don't just be there forever. So what's something that I do that annoys you? Because I'm not perfect. I know that. Let me tell you about her. Oh, wow. So, no. <laughs> Again, this is shit I've, I've probably already told her. Um, I recently told her that she when she uses the bathroom... The fucking paper toilet will have a single tissue left. Like, it's down to the fucking cardboard, and she will not change it. And I'm like, babe, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this little piece of, you know, this big booty need more than just that fucking white. Like... That is literally a bad habit because this is not the first time I hear that. Yeah, she leaves it there and I'm like, my logic, out of all things she's crazy about. My logic is, oh, I don't want to waste it. <laughs> There's nothing to waste. There's nothing. It's cardboard. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's one thing. I recently told her that. Um, another thing. <laughs> what was the other thing? Fuck, I forgot. Oh, sh- the wipes, right? She loves, she buys oh, wipes. She will leave the wipes open. The bathroom wipes, the Clorox wipes, it will be open. <laughs> like, the wipes are getting dry. <laughs> she always does that. Um, I do. Yeah. It's, uh, like a ba- it's like those people that, like, open the cabinet and just leave it open. <laughs> no. Girl, Who does that? People just, people just be forgetting. No, nah, that's like, bullshit. Even with... Even with all right, so all my life, I shared the room. Like, I've never had my own room, ever. I've had to share rooms with, like, my sister. That's why when that's why when I decided to go to college, I was like, I'm living there because I cannot continue sharing room with my sister. And we would share, like, clo- the clothing drawers, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll leave it open. She hated that shit. <laughs> Yo, she hated that shit. Like, Asshole. the room was already small enough, so the fact that sometimes I'll leave it open, she would, like, that's, like, her... Hello, pet peeve. Um, that's some smart ass shit. So you're going to find things about your partner that's obviously going to irritate you. And honestly, sometimes those small things could turn into big arguments. Yeah. Like, I mean, we laugh about it and it's not a big deal. But sometimes for some people. For some people, it, it really is like. It could a, be a big deal. Sometimes I'll be expecting her to really rip me in pieces. But I guess I also put myself in a position that I know she can be a little. <laughs> got to do this got to do that and it's like i personally she's she's had times where she's ripped me and i don't fucking like it so i'm just like you know what i'm gonna fucking do this i'm gonna fucking do that because i don't want to hear about it later mm-hmm. so i guess you know when things come about you kind of just need to fucking do the work or you're yeah. just gonna keep hearing them bitch mm-hmm. so i don't like doing dishes but i do them mm-hmm. um she has this thing where she'll use every fucking possible utensil and throw it in the in the sink. Mm-hmm. Like she would use a spoon for water mm-hmm. and throw it in the sink. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Yo, dead ass. Like, and I'm like, babe, that doesn't need to get washed. You could literally rinse that and put it back. Uh, I just be moving too quick, and I'm like, okay, yeah. She'll be like, oh, this. Oh, it, it'll be a plate on the counter that she didn't even use, and she'll throw it in the sink. And I'm just like, that's just an extra thing I have to wash. It's funny because we have a dishwasher, washer, but we don't. Use we don't it. use it. Like, we just store our shit in there because we don't have enough cabinet space anyway. So ratchet, but whatever. But to sum it up, I'll give you the last thing. Oh wow, she's gonna. <laughs> no, because this is shit she you already going. know. She. In the beginning, and like when I was staying with her, because it was her crib, like I, I tried to put things back the way it was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I am staying in her spot, you know, mm-hmm. even though I'm visiting, like she, this is her food we're eating. This mm-hmm. is like fucking her light we're using. Yeah. her. And so I'm like, all right, the least I can do is like clean the dishes when we would cook or like help her cook mm-hmm. and like little things. And like, I noticed that when I would take a shower, I would close her curtain because her curtain was always closed. So I always try to put things back the way it was because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm a guest. But now like living together, I'm like, this my shit too. Yeah. So if I don't want to fucking do it, 
Yeah. I ain't gonna do it. Yeah. But I do it because I don't want to get I don't want to get bitched at. So whatever. I'm I like, let me grow up. I don't bitch at her. I communicate. I yeah, communicate. with a little sass. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mm. mean, I feel like if something's bothering you, it's best to speak up, speak about it. Because if you keep like waiting and waiting, the person's gonna be like, "Damn, I've done that for for so for long. How long? Yeah, and you never. Said All of shit. a sudden, it's the problem. Yeah. So now, like, facts. then you're gonna blow up, and it's gonna mm-hmm. come off even way crazier if yeah. you just like, you know, like. There's gonna be arguments about chores. Like we've had little arguments, but I feel like for the most part, we really work together like in doing stuff like we'll take a day and we'll clean or like it depends on our schedule too like we have pretty busy schedules and like if she's working all the i'll take that time to like clean while she's away at work if i'm away with my family traveling like she'll like clean obviously um but yeah but if you do find yourself like doing most of the things and you're annoyed just communicate that yeah yo let's take a day to just like clean together like saturday morning so like, fun put bad bunny on his new album or something and then we could clean i love that but we are not doing that <laughs> in the house. Uh, yes we are um but yeah we did some research on like what are like the top things that people like argue about when they live together and um in the article it basically said that once you live with someone you might realize that you guys have like different long-term goals Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we kind of talked a lot about like what we wanted early in the relationship. Yep. So for us, it wasn't like a shock, you know, like a long term goal goal example is like, oh, well, I don't want kids, you know, like mm-hmm. I strictly do not want kids. You cannot change my mind type thing. It's like, OK, well, this is not going to work. Ain't gonna, yeah. Or like, you know, I'm planning on moving I want to live in Colorado in the future. Like that is going to happen. And I don't like, I don't care what you say. It's like for you, it's like, I'm not living there. Like what the fuck? Like yeah. we've talked about like places that we want to live and we still like talk about it now, but um, we, we kind of agree with the same thing. So it's not a surprise really. Mm-hmm. Um, or even some things as like, I would like to be like a stay at home mom once like you have kids and stuff, you know, like, yeah. Those are just like little conversations. We're not little. They should be like conversations you should have before you move in with someone. I mean, things like change as Mm -hmm. time goes on. So those goals can be different depending on where your relationship goes down the Mm -hmm. road. You feel me? Yeah. Um, But I feel like, again, me and her did have certain conversations like, well, what do you want to do? Like, what are like, what do you have planned the next couple of years and shit like that? And you know, pretty much it came down to like career standpoints too. Yeah. Um, because I'm in a position to where I can't just leave. I have to stay within the state for my job. Mm-hmm. And she had a more flexible um position to where she could leave if she wanted or, you know, go anywhere because she was working remotely. Um, so yeah. that was kind of a pain in the ass in the beginning, but it was kind of like a well, we talked about it. And we want to stay as positive and as hopeful as we can, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, for it to go our way. And yeah. in the event it doesn't, then I guess we just have to deal with it when that happens. Yeah. Kind of like that what if thing again. Like, right. oh, well, what if that happens? Then right. we either can just dead this now mm-hmm. and avoid that and it might not even happen or yeah. we just wait to see if it even happens. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like I feel like we kind of just talked about it. Like, we, we were thinking about, like, moving to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I was ready to go. Yeah, she was ready. ready. And it's something that's still up in the air just because of how Florida is, is um how they're coming across as, like, with their laws and policies. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's getting t- crazy. It's turning a little, a little too Republican for me, mm-hmm. but that's another subject. Yeah. Um, Another thing that, what, you wanted to add on that? Oh, not mm-hmm. raising kids in that. And yes, oh, yeah, yeah. We want to have kids. It really depends. But yeah, it really depends on the school district and all that. But whatever. Um, another thing that we found is that a lot of couples argue argue about like boundaries and um like your alone time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I know for 
for you it's kind of weird to live in an apartment when you've been living in a house in a house your whole life yeah and i've been living in an apartment my whole life so i'm so used to kind of sharing sharing things things, you know i don't wash we have like a little laundry thing here in this uh, building and i don't fucking use it because i'm like other people put their shit in here I'm not fucking doing that. Oh my girl. And like people are people. <laughs> and it's like you go over there and you can't even get nothing. I'm not putting no more money in nobody's pocket. I'm not paying for this shit. I'm going to go to my mom. I'd rather pay my mom. And oh. at least I know who's shit been in it. In yeah. the, you know? Yeah. Which I get it again. You know, we, we all grew up, you know, with different things, mm-hmm. with different accessibilities. But yeah. It's but just like what the, I grew up The with. boundaries thing, wasn't that weird for you? with me because i don't know it's like you're you're so used to like living at home but kind of like doing your own thing and being able to like be alone when you want to be alone but here it's like all right well you could either go to the room or you could go to the living room (laughs) (laughs) where do you want to spend your alone time because Um, we do like to obviously be together but there are times where i feel like we like to be alone mm -hmm. but it's kind of hard when you live with you know your partner to be alone um especially since i like worked from home yeah so it's like i feel like i'm always home like always home. and to me i don't care but to her sometimes i'm like i wonder if she like feels like i'm always home and like she can't do shit <laughs> i don't know you know it's funny because in reality when she's not here i'm not here so like when she leaves to go see her family uh-huh. or she leaves like and like takes that Florida vacation mm-hmm. to go see her sister. I mean, sometimes I'm home, but I spend most of my time working anyway. Mm-hmm. And then when I either have to like it has to be a lazy day for me where I just want to stay home. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, I'm just like, all right, I have no business being here. Let me go outside. Mm-hmm. So I always end up really not being home when she's not here anyway. Yeah. Um, But. From living at home, um, obviously it being bigger space, I, I kind of just was in my room. And then when I didn't want to be there, I would just leave. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I just leave, go find something to do mm-hmm. or just be outside. Um, but to where like me and her living together, I, I mean, there's times where I still just leave. Like when she was mm-hmm. working from home, I'm like, all right, let me leave her alone. She's working. And it's like, I don't want to sit in the fucking living room while she's working. And just, I'm kind of just here. Like, yeah, Yeah, it's like, you don't want to feel like a burden. Cause it's like, I don't want to like hog your space all the damn time. Yeah. I like didn't want to be in the way. And I also don't like being around you and we're not present together. I don't like that feeling. Yeah. Like, where I'm just here and she's, she's just, yeah, she's just consumed in her own shit. And Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. So and then it's like, well, yeah, I could sit in the room, but <laughs> it's different when you live in your own spot. You don't want to just sit in the room because right. it's like I still know that we're in the same space together. And mm-hmm. naturally, I want to be near you, but I'm not getting the, yeah. I guess, attention. So it's like I would leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm, yeah, I guess that was kind of. Yeah, but I think it's, it's it's important to like set those boundaries to like um and like have your partner let have your partner um have their own alone time and we talked about this before because it ties in with like friends and things like that like i feel like you don't need to be with your partner 24 7 fucking day you don't need to like run errands and go to a grocery store and go to the gym and do all these things Mm -hmm. together like you guys can just take on different things and then come home to each other especially if you like work remotely it's like you're gonna drive yourself crazy like you should be seeing your friends without your partner tagging along and that's something that we had to get used to too um like she has a lot of friends and things like that so she always had like plans and things and i'm like i don't need to go like i don't mind like staying home while you chill with your friends but then it was weird for you because I was like, well, what what are you doing? Like, what's your plans? Like, when are you coming home? It's like, I don't want to go, <laughs> but, like, I want to be informed of what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of went out one day, and she knew I was going out with this friend. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, you know, it shouldn't be anything long. Like, we're going to eat. We're going to grab some drinks. I should be home soon. And soon wasn't soon. So it ended up being a lot longer than anticipated and she ripped me for it. Um, I was like, what are you saying? Like, 
what? I, you said it was fine. Like, I was out hanging. Like, you knew where I was. Mm. Like, how you don't want to go, but you mad because I'm home later. Uh-huh. And I guess, uh, you know. I mean, I feel like what, when you're single, you could go out and about and do your own thing. But I feel like when mm. you live with someone, like, y'all, y'all should just be, like, communicating about, mm. like, your whereabouts. It's not like I want to know, like, your every move and things like that. It's just about, like, I don't know, just, like, setting that expectation like <laughs> like in the fucking ultimatum when that boy came home at 8 a.m i could never like if you were to come home at 8 a.m i'm like are you <laughs> fucking crazy that's different though there was literally like zero communication yeah like me and you were texting and shit yeah, i know but that was another thing like growing into our own personal boundaries with each mm-hmm. other so those are also the things that you learn yeah. and i i've i've had a great old time learning that yeah i mean i feel like for some people they still are they would still probably be like why the fuck though why the fuck does it matter what time i get home but it's like it's just a respect thing like i don't know it's just like a a respect thing like at the end of the day it's like you still live with this person so what is the time a good time to be home then i don't care the time you come home it's just like communicate that right like oh well i'm I guess it was kind of like a when you say I'm gonna be home at this time and you expect that person to be home at that time right. because they said it, it changes like you know it's like well you said you was gonna be home at this time so I figured we would do something yeah and sometimes people don't say like oh like well yeah I'll be waiting for you to come home at this time so we could do some um, yeah I've gotten into like many arguments with like previous partners because of this too. Um, the dinner thing. And people see it in movies like, oh, they didn't come home for dinner. But that's like a thing. Like, mm. nobody wants to have dinner alone. Yeah. Especially if you cooked it. If you ordered it, who gives a fuck? You yeah. didn't. But if you're cooking dinner for two, expecting the other person to come home and they don't come home, it's like, Mm-mm. that's tragic. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to stay out longer than normal or than usual, go ahead and let them know. Like, hey, babe, you know, I don't think I'm going to make it at six o'clock like I said I was. So... You know, is that cool? We're going to slide. Yeah. It'd be like that. Right. Um, And then kind of just like to end it. um, I feel like once you like live together, a lot of things change regarding like sex and just like getting way too comfortable at times Mm. um, and learning more about like each other with like the, the sex thing. There's some couples that have like way less sex and then that interferes with the relationship and just taking them for granted because like you don't do the same things that you did when you guys were just dating and seeing each other once a week Mm -hmm. like the dates kind of just stop and like it's like it kind of just like dies yeah it's not as exciting anymore like it becomes like oh well we live together we see each other all the time what the fuck do you want to do right like it's like we have like we could eat at home type shit yeah (laughs) Uh yeah it just don't mistaken like your living time together as like that being you know the time that you spend because Mm -hmm. half the time that let's be honest you're just roommating like right you're roommating with especially like like those couples that work nine to five and then come home it's like you're at work more than you're at home. Mm-hmm. So it's like that time that you have with your partner, it should be like meaningful mm-hmm. and like try to like communicate. And I don't know, also try to do things um, on the weekends. Like if you don't have time, yeah. like go, still going on those dates and still doing things. That's the like, littlest shit. Yeah, it doesn't even, you don't even have to go out though. Like when we started dating, which we need to do more, we would do like a lot <laughs> of like, at home dates like we do we do painting with wine and i and i had like those canvases with the little stands yeah we would like do diy pizzas and little things like that that really don't cost a lot of money and you could also do it during the week we would play a lot of like games um yeah so just like don't forget to do those things i feel like for us we still like go on dates and stuff and yeah it's just important to kind of like keep it alive um but with the sex thing you you'll find that maybe the person you're dating is like way more into sex than you are 
because like when you're dating it's like you see each other like one to two times a week so it's like during that time that you're not together you're of course you're having sex yeah you're just like i missed you i don't see you all the time right it's like way different when you live together because you live together yeah which is also something that you have to talk about if that's like an issue for you because that is a letdown yeah and i think that that happens a lot especially in lesbians lesbian relationships yeah that sex drive is pretty high and then Mm -hmm. when you're like together all the time it's just like eh. Mm-hmm. all right yeah and I, we had some of our listeners um before um kind of like asking for advice on that because at first her and her girlfriend were having like a lot of sex and then it kind of just stopped and she was just like confused by that yeah so yeah it'd be like that though but mm-hmm. i also think that the sex it, it it's affected by the problem those problems that you have yeah like, like oh this dating. person doesn't uh-huh. do anything oh we don't do anything or oh yeah. you know when you start lacking in certain areas and you guys aren't communicating it it you don't want to be around the person you're like annoyed yeah. by them so you're like mm-hmm. i don't feel like being intimate right so be mindful of that yeah just remember to like continue going on dates doesn't have to be super expensive but if you feel like the relationship is going you know is going downhill then like try to like do something for you guys so you guys could do it together yeah there's a lot of things to take in when moving in together so mm-hmm. aside from like boundaries and finances and just get you just get to know the person a little bit more you know who do they spend most of their time with where and how do they spend most of their time are they more family oriented or really friend mm-hmm. you know yeah. oriented and and things like that because yeah, it, it also affects your home life yeah that too i feel like when you're living together you really get to know the person and mm-hmm. you see how they act around family around mm-hmm. friends um you see like their bad days and like mm-hmm. their worst days yeah that's the difference too. yeah it's like you don't get their good days all the time because you're together all the time so mm-hmm. you see their moods and their you know not so okay days yeah and you have to not have to but it's up to you whether or not you're okay with that Mm -hmm. but you have to be understanding of it because you don't have good days all the time either Mm -hmm. so we're gonna end it off with some family meeting questions oh yeah um and this one says hey first i want to start by saying that i'm a stud lesbian i've been out to my family for over 10 years I come from a very religious Puerto Rican family of pastors, so you can imagine how unsupportive of me being gay they were. My mom even went as far as trying to put me in conversion therapy when I first came out. Over the years, we've had a rocky relationship, mostly because I know they don't fully accept me or whoever I'm with, but I thought they were at least more understanding of letting me live my life and my truth last week i got married to a woman of course Ooh, congrats hey and i and i received not a single congratulations from my parents or my grandparents i actually received the complete opposite they all texted me telling me that i still had time to change my mind and repent and that i'd be making the worst mistake of my life by committing this sin they went as far as telling me that I'll be going to eternal hell and while I will never be successful in life or any of my endeavors because God won't be on my side. They finished their messages by saying that they still love me and do not reject me. However, seeing as how none of them came to the wedding and they obviously don't support me, I can't help but to feel like I've been rejected and I've kind of come to the conclusion that my life would probably be more peaceful without them in it. The problem is they're currently paying for my school tuition. And so I feel like I have to somewhat keep the peace until I finish school at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. How should I go about this? Or what suggestions do you guys have as to how to deal with them until then? All thoughts and suggestions are greatly appreciated. First of all, God is on your side because you have that lovely woman next to you that you just married. So congratulations and right. live your best life. God bless that entire relationship right that's number one Mm -hmm. um so how should she go about it i mean it's sad that her family is like not supportive and that's like so unfortunate the fact that they sex to you letting you know that you're going to hell it's like you guys are being extreme Mm -hmm. and you're an adult and you've already made the decision and you're already married so like there's literally no going back on this but it does get tricky with the tuition thing because they're paying for it 
Um, and honestly, tuition could be expensive. Like, I don't know how much they're paying, but I would, like, I wouldn't cut them off right off the bat because of the tuition thing. Yeah, let them finish like, you don't want, paying that You tuition. don't want no student loans. Like, trust, believe me. So I feel like after that tuition is paid, you could peace out. Loose goose, <laughs> mother goose. Like, I feel like a lot of people think that they're supposed to take their family's bullshit. And no, no, like you could cut your family off too. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to be in my life just because you're my family. Like yeah. I know that sounds like heartless, but at the same time, it's like, I don't need to take this negativity from mm -hmm. you. For what? I feel like me potentially like, you know, I'd be ready to light motherfuckers up. Mm -hmm. um, but I think on my end, I would just be like, listen, I love you. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't. I don't disrespect you or tell you how, you, you know, wrong you are, the mm -hmm. sins you've committed mm -hmm. and throw them in your face and make it seem like it's the worst thing ever in life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm here if you need me. I, you need support. I'm here. You know my number. And when you're over it, you let me know. Right. Um, as far as cutting people out, family, I feel like that's a hit or miss. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to be like, you know what? Fuck you. I never want to see you again. <laughs> But I'm certainly, like I said, just going to be like, listen, uh, I'm going to go ahead and live my life the way I've been living my life. If you need anything, mm -hmm. you know where to find me. Um, you know, you're more than welcome to always come back mm -hmm. in the event that you want to be in my life. But this, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not doing this. Uh, you bash me and make me feel like I'm fucking worth nothing mm -hmm. because of who I choose to love. I, at least I give you the respect to not do it in your face. What more do you want? Right. All right. The next question is, how should someone who had trust issues feel about her girlfriend making only lesbian and bi friends, but your, your girlfriend is also very friendly and others are flirtatious? Also, my girlfriend and I got uh, started dating because we were friends she was in a relationship and she left her partner before cheating and all but left her partner at the time to date me that's that um what is that what's the thing you that... how you no, no 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 you no in the other episode where we were like um dating to find your your wife oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh-huh <laughs> that's basically what happened huh oh man mm. but i don't know this is a sticky situation for some people. I feel like they're always, mm -hmm. oh, somebody's always in a relationship and then end up in this whole other relationship and now it's, you're it's having one. these issues. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. people need to spend some time by themselves. I mean, I think it's totally understandable to have like trust issues because this seems to be like a common thing that this girl does. Um. But I would have a conversation with her and let her know, like, listen, we started off in a weird situation where you cheated on your partner to be with me. And now I don't want to be the one that gets cheated on. But she left before she cheated. Who left? It said it. It said the relationship. She oh. left her partner before cheating. Oh. That's why I said the whole. Mm. I mean, my thing with trust um, we all have gut feelings and we want to follow them. So the best thing that you can do is communicate it. Uh, if she hasn't necessarily given you a reason to yeah. not trust her, um, she, she just might want friends within the community because yeah. she feels more comfortable just being friends with yeah. people who have the same common yeah. commonality. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't take it so personal. I can understand not feeling comfortable about it, but again, it has to be a conversation between you guys, you know, mm -hmm. because I can I'm sure she wouldn't feel comfortable with certain things, you know, mm -hmm. and she would have to voice it. Yeah. So, you know, and if that start making friends with her lesbian and bi friends. Right. Listen, get in there right. or make your own like, you know, not to say you got to be shady and make them feel how you feel because mm -hmm. we're not always going to feel the same things. But mm -hmm. conversation well, thing, thing. Also, it's like. You can't prevent people from, like, cheating on you. So, mm -hmm. or, like, leaving you. Honestly, it's their loss at the end of the day. I mm -hmm. always say this. I'm like, you know, if they cheat on you, then it's literally just their loss. And you mm -hmm. literally cannot prevent that from happening. It's just their character. This is what they do. Yeah. So, it is what it is. Y'all gonna be all right. Mm -hmm. Moving on. 
Have you ever gotten into a situation shit with one of your friends and lost the friendship because of it? Oh. <laughs> Where was the rest of it? Right here. Oh, I didn't even see that. All right. <laughs> um no. Me neither. No. Uh it sucks though. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine. I've I mean, I've I've tried to friend zone some people who I was in situationships and they're just really not for it because they can't handle that or their feelings are more stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do also have a friend who I used to have a situation with, and we are friends. Mm-hmm. So it's a hit or miss. Again, it's not for everyone to be mm-hmm. friends yeah. um, when you guys exceeded certain boundaries, uh, and that's normal. You have to respect that. Right. It's unfortunate, mm-hmm. but... It sucks. Yeah. Um, I am 51 year old. Oh, I'm 51 years old, and now, after 15 years of being with my wife, she has decided she's no longer in love with me and has left. I'm struggling, still processing this hurt. I feel and I, oh, still processing this hurt. I feel and I'm scared about dating. How does one start over and date now? That's a wow. long time. 15 years together is. That's a that's a lot. That's a, that's a shot to the head. Oh, that's a stop to the heart. Uh-huh. That's rough. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine mm-hmm. because you know being together that long is is there's so many memories. There's so many. There's just so many endeavors that you've overcome yeah. together. Um, so to just have to let that go because you know yeah. it's, it's it's hard. It is hard. Um. But now is your time to date yourself. That's it. It's not about moving on and finding someone else just because that person went and found someone else. You know, um, mm-hmm. you need to reinvent yourself. You need to fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you're going to get over such a, you know, such a hit like that. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like when you become more in touch with yourself, um, and become, you know, the confident person that you used to be before this 15-year relationship, uh, you won't have to worry about how to start over and date. You're yeah. just going to do it. And yeah. people are just going to gravitate you, gravitate towards you naturally mm-hmm. um, because of the, you know, all that good and positive and, um, you know, loving energy that you're giving mm-hmm. because, you know, they're going to see that, oh, this, yeah. this girl loves herself. Like, yeah. this girl is confident. This woman is, you know? Mm-hmm. So I suggest date yourself. Yeah. That's the I mean, best it's thing. never too late to find love. Yeah. I always tell her this. I'm like, people get remarried at 50. Like, it's not a big deal. You could get remarried three, four times. She want to get remarried. So that's that. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that people shouldn't give up on love just because they're like, you know, older. Yeah. People are getting married older. Like, it doesn't matter. Like. Like she said, you really have to date yourself mm-hmm. and spend some time alone so you know what it feels like to like be alone. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what you're going to be doing. You'll be going to sleep alone. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. All right. A quick would you rather before we uh, dead this shit, yeah? Yeah. Uh, would you rather find out that your girlfriend is married to a man and has children or hide the fact that you are married to a man and have children i'd rather find out i'd rather find out too i'm not gonna live my life i don't i'm not gonna live a fake life yeah i'm not gonna lie and like get Mm -hmm. somebody all caught up in the shits like i'd rather just be the hurt motherfucker yeah right and this happens yeah (laughs) would you rather date a woman who hasn't come out or have a fake heterosexual relationship because you haven't come out. Again, I'm going to date the woman who hasn't come out because I'm not fucking living a lie. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I've same. done the fake heterosexual relationships. I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I no. can't. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have sex with a woman who has no lesbian sexual experience or be the one who has never had sex with another woman? Hmm. This is a little thinky-thinky. Would you rather have sex with a woman who has no lesbian sexual experience or be the one that has no who experience. has never had sex with another woman? I, I, you know, I'm here for a little bit of both because, yeah. you know, I'm open to learning. I, I would rather be the one who has, like, 
never had sex with another woman. Why? Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. then I'm going to be the one to teach you. <laughs> uh, would you rather date a woman your friends love and f- your family hates or date a woman your family loves but your friends hate? Mm. I love my friends, but I'm going to date the person that my family loves. Yeah, I feel like it could be hard, though, because I feel like your friends kind of know you a little bit more sometimes. Mm-hmm. Than like your family. So that's But hard. it's crazy because people always end up dating the ones that their friends don't like anyway. And sometimes uh, it's a hit or miss too because some friends have no fucking reason to not like the yeah. person that you're dating. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. <clears throat> that's true. Uh, I've made my decision. Yeah, I think my family needs to like approve of it. Because mm-hmm. that's just going to be awkward. Yeah, I think okay. it's it's different like. You, if you're very family oriented yeah right exactly so, not saying i don't love my friends i do spend time with my friends but listen let's be real <sighs> all right last one would you rather have sex with your girlfriend mm. or have the opportunity to sleep with your celebrity crush oh wow interesting <laughs> you answer i'm not answering <laughs> i'm saying if you want to have sex with your celebrity crush, just make sure I think she's hot too so we can do it together. It could be Kalani then. That's it. No one All else. right. We could do that together. <laughs> That's it? That's all you got? That's your celebrity crush? I don't really have a celebrity crush. I got a couple celebrity crushes. I know crushes. you do. <laughs> I really can't think of one. I mean, I think they're pretty, but yeah. I'm not like obsessed. Okay. So no Jesse Reyes. Mm. You said no Jesse Reyes? Or? I'm asking you. Like, so I was like, uh, are you giving maybe? But. I mean, you you could have your fun, but I'm not joining. All right. You can watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That ends our would you rather uh, segment, y'all. Yes. Just a little laughter for that ass. Um, <gasps> wow. You're tired. I'm yawning. <laughs> wow. I've done bored been, her. No, it's been a long day for me. <laughs> well um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening don't forget to comment share like and subscribe and leave us a review on apple Podcasts and spotify Podcasts if you haven't done so already and yeah that's pretty much it Bye. Deuce, deuce, mother goose